Hello, everybody. Hey, this is John Fenn, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I dot O-R-G. If you go to our website, you can sign up for our weekly thoughts. My weekly thoughts are a teaching that comes out every Friday, uh, this side of the Dateline in the U.S., and uh, e-newsletter, and it's there in the headers of the newsletter and the weekly thoughts that we list our travels, uh, conferences, Zoom meetings, things of that nature. So if you go to the website, you can also find things like videos, uh, archived weekly thoughts, things of that nature, uh, things that I've said, uh, you know, uh, prophetically as far as what the Lord has told me during visitations and such. All of that can be at our website, cwowi.org. We're a house church network. We're all about discipleship and, and relationship-based faith as practiced in the New Testament. And so in that discipleship process, today I'm asking the question about, are you living in the past or are you living in the now? One of the biggest issues with Christians is twofold, actually. It's about their past. One is, you don't know what I did before I knew the Lord, and then you don't know what I've done since I've come to the Lord. And so they have an issue with their past. And because they have an issue with their past, they often think that the Father has an issue with the past or the Lord has an issue with their past. They forget that the Lord called them and caused them to be born again by the Spirit of God, knowing full well all the corridor of your life, down the corridors of time to your life, to know what how you would fail and how you would succeed, and he still caused us to be born again anyway. That's an amazing grace. But today I want to focus your script, your your attention to scriptures in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and reading in verse 9 uh, through 11. And he lists some of the things about uh, that an unrighteous person does, that a person who doesn't know the Lord does. He says, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of heaven? And then he says, don't be deceived. And he starts listing some of the sins, some of the things. Uh, sexual sin, idolaters, adulterers, uh, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, the covetous, the drunkards, the revilers, the extortioners, uh, etc. He says, these aren't the types of people that will inherit the kingdom of God. And he, then he says this in verse 11, and such were some of you. And such were some of you. Now, remember, he's talking to the Corinthian people. And he, he clearly, he, he lived among them for 18 months. They met in the house of justice, according to Acts chapter 18. And so, you know, they, they knew each other. And he said, and he's reminding them of their past, only to make the point in verse 11, and such were some of you, but now, now are you washed? Now are you sanctified? Now are you, and he says, justified by the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood and what he did for you. That is, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. You were, you were these things, but now are you washed, sanctified, and justified by the name of the Holy, uh, by the name of the Holy Person of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit of God. So there's that interaction, that work there as you believe in the Lord, the Holy Spirit has cleansed you. But I want to look at those three words. The word, the word washed is the first thing that comes up. Washed, sanctified, and justified. The word washed there is interesting because it's not just the, the word wash like I'm going to do a, you know, a little bit of laundry in the, in the sink or something like that or, a, a, or, or just get the stain out. I've got this whole big garment, but I've got a little mark from, from food spilling or something and I'm going to wash it out by hand. The word 
wash there is a strengthened form of the word wash, which means the entire load, the entire garment has been washed. It, it, it talks about a thoroughness. It, it talks about a completeness. It's not just washed and it's like, okay, you wash this little sleeve here, you wash that there. It's talking about that you have been washed. You have been thoroughly and completely washed by the blood of Jesus. Your sins are completely, completely gone. Then he says sanctified. Now, sanctified means to set something apart for specific use. That is that when you were washed, you were then set aside for specific use. And and the analogy, again, of a piece of clothing, that you wash that thing, you wash it thoroughly, you hang it out to dry, and you hang it in your closet once it's all done, and and then it's set aside for specific use. Maybe that's your office shirt. Maybe that's your work shirt. Maybe that's the outfit you're going to wear Monday to work. You know, whatever the case is, it's set aside for a specific use after it has been washed and dried and, and thoroughly cleaned. And then the third thing he says is justified. And justified is a fascinating term because a lot of people get hung up thinking, okay, I've been forgiven and that's it. And they, they take it as, okay, I've been forgiven. In other words, I'm, I'm guilty here and I've been forgiven. But the word justified is used throughout the book of Romans. It's used here in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11. And justified is a legal term. I'm looking it up here. Uh, it's from, uh, it, it's D-I-K-A-I-O-O uh, from D-I-K-E, which means right or judicial approval. What it means is that in front of a judge, a person has come and they've been charged with a crime, but they are not only acquitted of that crime. See, that's where most people think, okay, I've been acquitted. I've been, I've been, you know, the, the, the record is, is, is whatever. I've been acquitted with this. Now, the word justified means not only have you, have the charges been dropped, but the judge has made a statement that you should never have been charged in the first place, that you were wrongly charged, that you were incorrectly charged. And the reason that is true is because 2 Corinthians chapter 5, which Paul had just said, here, we're in second in 1 Corinthians 6, or excuse me, in 2 Corinthians 5 that he's about to say in his next letter to follow up on some of this. Um, and what he said earlier in a different word is this, that if any person is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And that is to say that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not charging their sins against them. So, so he, the, God the Father charged our sins to Jesus. So when we stand before the judge, where it's not just that we are cleared when we come to the Lord, it is, it is that we are justified. He has made a statement saying the charges against you were actually charges against Jesus. And so the charges are not on your record. The charges are on his record. That God, 2 Corinthians 5, uh, 17, 18, 19, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not charging our sins to us. Paul says the same thing in Romans chapter 5. He, He talks about it in Corinthians, that the Lord, the Father God, charged our sins to Jesus. So that way, it is legally right and legally proper for God the Father to say, not only have you been washed, not only have you been set aside for specific use, but you have been justified, not just cleared, but but court, heaven's court has declared the sins that were against you have been appropriately laid to the to the person of Jesus. Therefore, you're justified. These charges should never have been brought against you. That's the benefit we receive when we say, Jesus, I believe in you. Uh, take over my life. 
you are my creator. You're my maker. I'm going to meet you in person one day, take over. And what happens is we receive the work that Jesus had done on the cross so that we are washed, we are sanctified, we're set apart, and we've been justified by heaven. See, also in Ephesians uh, chapter 2, it says, at that time you were without Christ. You were aliens from the, the promises to Israel. You were strangers to the covenants of promise. Ephesians 2, uh, 12 and 13. It says, but now you are in Christ, who were one time far off from God, but now you've been drawn, you've been brought near by the blood of Christ. That's Ephesians 2, 12 and 13. It says this, but now are you. And I want to close with this. The whole of the New Testament is built upon the now. Now are you. Now are you. See, God's name, the great I am, belongs to the future. He always is in the future, or he's always in the present. It, it means that, that, that there's always something for us on down the road. There's an eternity before us. And, and so we have to live in the now. We have to be able to forgive ourselves first. And forgiveness of self is a decision, just like a forgiveness for anybody else. It's a, it's a decision to, that you make. The emotions may take years to follow up, to follow through on all these things, but the the decision is made, and it's based on the fact that we are now in Christ Jesus, that now old things have been passed away, behold, all things have become new, that you've been washed, that you've been set aside for God's use, that you have been justified by the courts of heaven in Christ Jesus. That word justified is throughout Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. It's an amazing New Testament truth, and we need to walk in that, that the Father is for us, and he's got good things for us. All right. God bless you. Think about the now. Let go of the past. What Paul said in Philippians 3, this one thing I do, I forget the past and I press toward the mark of the high call of God in Christ Jesus. If the apostle Paul had to do that, are we any are we any greater than him? Of course not. He's far greater than us. He wrote two thirds of the New Testament. And that was, but he still had to say this, I forget what is past and I, and I press forward to the mark of the high call of God in Christ. That's what we've got to do. So live in the now, live in today in what he has for you, because now are you washed? Now are you sanctified? Now have you been justified through Jesus Christ and through the work of the Holy Spirit? All right. God bless. Bye-bye.